0: Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. To the Hot Best Awesomeness Podcast, I am your host and holy fucking sweaty life coach, Dion Thompson. Okay, <laughs> so I, I my guest today is Jen Wendy, and um, we just danced our asses off. But I just wanted to make a few comments here. So I haven't said anything to you yet. I want to wait till we recorded. You are that was like liberating, <laughs> and you and I have connected and in such an energetic way obviously not physically because we're in different provinces but um and I don't know if it's the books that are behind you because I get all super excited about that but I felt like you when I looked at you it was like seeing what I would like to see in the mirror when I'm dancing doesn't actually look the same you're very skilled and free and flowing and fabulous and and I was like maybe I just want to be taller but the point is (laughs) It, I felt so connected and, and I, I've sweat profusely. I had to take off my slippers like that. It was a thing. So thank you for some kick-ass songs, which, um, they're going to be in the show notes. So feel free to make a little playlist and, and dance your little heart out because, um, Thank you. That was
1: awesome. You're welcome. Well, you got moves too, girl. So don't be selling yourself short there, please. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. Thank you. So if you're watching the video, you know you can only see me from like the shoulders up. I got some killer moves from the shoulders up, let me tell you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. And I do want to comment because, of course, we chatted about it before we um, started dancing, was that you had chosen a song from Frozen 2. And so for the non, I don't know, who doesn't know Frozen 2 but if you don't happen to know or familiar with that particular movie um, it was brilliantly done musically and uh, the lyrics are really on point as far as um, like the evolution of self and stepping into your own and really um, embracing who you are and loving yourself for just who you are in that moment and of course that becomes part of the story Spoiler if you haven't seen it, but anyway. yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were taught, we both have young children. And so of course it's something that has been in our lives. And, um, but I can't listen or or watch those movies now without getting really emotional. So I'm again, super grateful that you included that because it it added another layer of sort of like parts of me into that moment. So it was just pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that well I absolutely that that song into the unknown I I think it just hits on so many of our journeys. You know, we mm-hmm. have to move into the unknown to get there and she doesn't want to cuz everything she's comfortable where she is like and so <laughs> and, then, and then she has to and and it turns out to be the you know, she finds herself. Yeah. Um and so I don't know like coaching done. Just watch Frozen 2. Watch <laughs> and Frozen 1 and 2. Put yourself in their position. Apply it to your life. Done. Done. Complete. You know what? Um,
0: that sounds like a course. We should probably launch that. Um, and it's funny, uh, It if you don't already know this, the people who are listening. So um, it was made available to the public um, right when the pandemic started and we were all put into isolation and then Disney threw it on the Disney Channel so you could watch it without having gone to the theatres and it almost felt like for me like this is what the world needs right now is to tap into this energy of embracing the unknown because of course that's what it so many people were fighting that particular fear especially for the yes. first three four months and in ongoing now um and now it's manifesting in different ways but it, in those early days where we were all just like what the fuck um it yeah. it to me like there's that one line of like just do the next right thing i'm like that that's it for me. Like if I, if I did nothing else, but just made that my mantra, I, uh, that, that allowed me to move through some pretty heavy shit. Um, yes. so, yes, you know, you didn't know when you started listening to this podcast, it was going to be about uh, <laughs> movies,
1: but <laughs> this, we could do that. <laughs> we could do that. And it, it's so true. And, and the courage that, you know, Anna has is she does this next right thing and she thinks her sister's gone. And like, she's just holding on. Like we all, We've, I don't know, we've all been there. I, I know for me, I've definitely been there and it's being able to, to take the advice of Frozen 2 before it was out <laughs> um, yeah. has got me where I am. I, I wouldn't be here without doing the next right thing or without embracing, like stepping into the unknown, even though I was scared and I didn't want to to leave everything behind, but I just knew there was something out there for me. And because of that, like, here we are we are. So let's tell the people where you are in particular.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for those of you that are listening and maybe don't know Jen yet, so Jen is a generational healer and soul guide. World travels, motherhood, and her own self-healing journey focused her extensive and unique skill set on helping feminine leaders heal deep-rooted patterns and conditionings, blocking them on a soul level so they can feel more free Confident and at peace with who they are and how they create an impact. So you're, you know, you're on and Elsa wrapped into one.
1: I know. Um, I, yeah. Speaking of generational healing, that movie
0: is all about generational
1: healing, but that's fine. No, I know. And, and like, I could actually go into that too. I'm like, they are healing the generations of, you know, of what happened before and the imprint that that created. Right. Uh, okay. This is totally going to be the theme of the podcast. We've just figured it out. We didn't know this in advance but yeah they are healing those generations and and um and i'll go, i'll say one other thing about this i'm sure i'll say more things but yeah. um just even um you know showing up as a as a leader like as their parents they were the king and the queen right of the land mm-hmm. um but where I feel like they, they lacked was in the communication. You know, the fact that the sisters weren't together or that Elsa had all of this fear is because they weren't talking about it. And so it's important to talk about it. It's important to, to, to dive into that love. And, and, you know, they're trying to solve all the problems, but it's about this communication. And, and so, you know, I know as parents, as, as women, like we, we tend to want to hold this stuff in and and deal with it by ourselves because we can happen. But if you just share it, if you just shout it out, like those girls could have, taken a lot of trauma off their plates, you know. Right. You, know? <laughs> you know, like yes. Yeah. If they had
0: just come to us first, they That's probably it. would have so like much fewer problems, and the fifth spirit would have arisen very peacefully and fabulously.
1: Hundred percent, yeah, and and yeah, and and now if they want to, though, the sisters, if there's still residual like generational traumas, they I'll invite them over. You're invited, Elsa and Anna, to come for a session with me.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, so Jen. Um, <laughs> Fucking absolutely, by the way, and uh, I'm guarantee you they're listening to this podcast right now because it's awesome. Um, so, so tell me a little, tell me more about that. Tell me about how you got to this space, um, that that understanding, that awareness, which happened long before Frozen and Frozen Two came out. So, um, walk us through those experiences because I know when it comes to healing, it's not fucking pretty.
1: Um, it, so. What was that like for you? Oh, well, it, it wasn't, it was, just, it wasn't pretty. It was really uncomfortable. Um, there was so much like all there's a few different places that I, I can start um, and I'll, I'll start, I'll, I'll tie it into, to my own um, sort of generational journey. When my dad died, when I was 19 um, it was sudden and the biggest thing that happened was I lost my identity. You know, I, I was nineteen, so I thought I was had all of it together. You know, I had my own identity. What are you, like, what's that all about? <laughs> you know, I was like, I, 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 uh, I moved away from that, and then, and then he he died, and I just, I, I felt really lost in who I was because I was always comparing myself, I guess, subconsciously, like <laughs> to you know, who I am in relation to my parents. Cause they were the, the, the people like what they did like affected me. And, and so I think that was my first experience of healing generational trauma, um, of, of going through that. He also died, um, at the same age in the same way as his dad died. And so I also, again, I didn't know I was going on a generational healing journey to like actually do generational healing with like the ancestors and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was my first thing of like, how do I break that pattern? Cause I don't want to be 49 and die suddenly, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> that, that's not what I, what I, what I want to happen to me. And so, you know, I feel all of, of these little connections that have have come along the way have been a part of that, a part of, of me releasing that Uh, pain or that attachment to needing to follow in the footsteps of my family or you know be there or or do the same things and um, and really just find who I am on my own soul level what it means to me and and you know what patterns are supporting our family but what ones really need to leave like you know we don't all need to die at 49. Like, that's like, that's an extreme one. Do you know what I mean? But, right. you know, there was like money things and, and different, aspe- you know, like uh, worth parts and, you know, all, all of these little bits that, that come out too. So that was like the main start, um, totally unconsciously of, of my generational healing journey.
0: So what was, what's some of the work that you did? Cause I know that, I mean, from my personal experience working with clients, I mean, just my knowledge of how this works is it's not, you don't just get there, right? So there's, there's, it's like a fucking stinky onion. There are layers and you peel them back and then you do more work and then you fall down and get up. So, um, what, what are some of the things that you turn to in that moment? So, you know, you you kind of have this unconscious or subconscious awareness Hmm. bubble up and then what action do you take? What, what was
1: the next right thing for you? Well, um, (laughs) I was like, the next wrong step was I was in university (laughs) and I just partied a lot. Um, And I I put it, I put it to the side and then, um, you know, it, it, it took a few, it took quite a while, but actually the very next step, which, which put me on my journey was, um, and it, that was, oh, I was 20, I wasn't, so my dad died at 90, at 19, when I was 19, at 27, um, I left Canada um, and I went on a, I went on a travel. I went, I did my, let's bring in another story and eat, pray, love story of my own. Right. Um, and I, I did this because I, it was time. It was like, I, I needed to break free of everything that I was doing and, and find that my own spark and be able to wake up in the morning and be like, what is it that I want to do today? You know, what is this about? Start to, gain, um, insider knowledge of, of what else is out there because the patterns and what I was doing, it wasn't working for me. I wasn't happy. I was, I was depressed. I, I was not being kind to myself. And so I needed to physically leave. Um, and I did so, and I ended up doing so for, I think I was like three and a half years wow. that I didn't come back um, for that. So that was the next right thing, but the, the intention was to, yeah, it, it was to just be able to wake up and be like, what do I need? Cause I, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm getting all of this information. It's meant to be, you know, I'm meant to do it this way for society. I'm meant to do it this way. Cause I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm meant to do it this way. Cause I'm a daughter. Not that I ever had, I never felt like I had that pressure. Um, but it was, it was a part of my soul's journey to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that for a lot of us, um, we we were oblivious to the overtness of it because it was just ingrained, right? It, it wasn't something that was necessarily blatantly said to you that you can't and you should and you must, um, but it was very understood at like at a at a like what what you just do and don't do, what where the truths are in life. Um, yeah. So I,
1: I love that you had sort of taken your soul for a walk.
0: I and. did. Yeah,
1: that's, a, that's a perfect way to put it. I took my soul for a walk and was like, it, I'm going to go on a long walk. Mm. And along the way, wow. Like that's, that's like 30 podcasts in one, the different aspects that I had, but it, it connected me to my spirit and my soul in a way that I, I never had. I, and it, it was so interesting. So, you know, partway through maybe midway this, I was in Southeast Asia at this time. Um, and they're, it's not necessarily religion, but they, they're really dedicated to every like times, um, you know, certain times of the day going and just like taking an intentional moment mm-hmm. and, you know, like praying or, or honoring something mm-hmm. and, and me, I'm going to be totally honest with how I felt at that time. I was like, well, oh, that's really neat, but this is, <laughs> This is so terrible to, to, to think. <laughs> it's very judgmental. Um, but I was like, if they just spent that time doing something else, then maybe they could like move forward with something. Right. They're not being productive. No, I was like, they're not being productive at all. think it's not productive. I mean, we no. all,
0: all the people pleaser, perfectionist people, no. go, go, go. Your value is based on what you do. People know <clears throat> that you have to be doing something in order to be of worth.
1: That's it. And, <laughs> and, and then- Fast forward to, I don't know, like 10, 12 years later, I am a professional sitter. <laughs> I'm like, I'm that person that's like, oh no, you need to take this time now. Um, yes. In fact, let's take this time together and let's really like listen to what's being said. Yes. And so that was some of my first conscious moments of, okay, there's something going on. And, and from there, what I, after I had my judgmental moment, um, I started to have I started to to meet people to get more of the story um, and then I started to get curious and then I was like okay what is what is in this what is all like you know what's going on what, where are we like and and the people I met and the experiences I had and the the healings that um, became present were all so so beautiful and and directly led me to here yeah. Okay, so
0: wow, what a trip and so much learning. Um, I that I feel was was occurring almost at like a higher self level. Not that your higher self needs to learn, but the connection to to you. Um, but what what brought you back here? Like three and a half years, and then
1: I got really sick. Oh, um, so, so yeah, um, so this is. it it was like this whole journey. Like I, I I learned like, it was my first thing for energy healing. Like I felt really good about myself. I found all of these things. I felt like my higher self didn't need to learn, but I needed to learn about my higher self. And I felt like I, I finally found my higher self. Um, and I was literally in the foothills of the Himalaya mountains in Nepal. I had been living in a, in a Buddhist monastery, like in silence. And, and I just felt like, I felt like I found myself and I was like, I just knew at that moment that I was like, I needed to help people. Like the, there was a lot of other things, but it was like, this is what I'm gonna, like, I'm going to, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to do these things. Like, this is, what is it? And I felt it. And in that moment, I did decide. You know, I talked to my mom, and I was like, "Okay, I'd done. Um, I was. I had been in India before that, and I'd done a yoga teacher training, and I, you know, studied. Uh, I'd done my second level Reiki. Like, I'd, I'd had a bunch of these sort of experiences that that came with it. And I had that moment, and I I felt so beautiful. And my mom wanted to come and visit, um, and so we decided we would meet in in Italy. And so I was like, "Okay, like that'll be great." And then you know, this'll be, this'll be my, my ticket home. So I was like, but before I go, I like went to visit friends in Turkey. I went to like Italy, France. And, and then my part of me that had found myself in the Himalayas kind of was like that Elsa of like, oh, but I'm really comfortable here. I'm comfortable with who I am. And maybe I, maybe I'll find a way, like my money was running out. Like, I'm like, maybe I'll find a way and I'll go to South America this time. Like, you know, I kind of, re- I resisted. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, no. So my mother shows up on a plane to Italy and I meet her. I pick her up from the airport and I am so excited to share with her who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is me, mom. Like you haven't seen this person and poor you. Cause I have not like seen you in years, <laughs> but like, you haven't seen this person and I can't wait to share it with you. And uh, we had dinner or something. I was like, oh, my side's a bit sore, whatever. And then the next day happened. I was like, oh, I'm still a bit sore. I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting a fever. Oh, this is happening. Oh, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> so my mother, my poor mother, who had come to like have a relaxing time, enjoy, reunite with her daughter, like see Italy. She ended up taking me to the hospital. And um, surprisingly, I didn't, my Italian was, was not very good. Um, I I was on the south, like of the south of Italy. It was close to like a French border, but there wasn't, you know, there wasn't many people that spoke English. It was just, it was really Italian. And all they could do to say to me was bad blood, bad blood. Okay. And they're like, and they put, and, and so they were like, well, where have you been? And I'm like, well, I've been everywhere where there's every kind of disease and I had some pretty like sketchy experiences sometimes. <laughs> I was like, it could be anything. Mm. So they put me in the infectious disease ward. Um, I, although it was really lovely because I had, it was on the Mediterranean ocean. So I had like my own, I couldn't, I mean, I was in the bed like this, like, uh, but my mom had at least had a nice view of the Mediterranean ocean with the balcony. And there was like two Sicilian twin boys who like kept trying to pick me up, even though I was like on my deathbed. <laughs> it was like this really weird thing. And my mom is traveling back and forth to where we were staying to here and like trying to figure out, like I, they couldn't release me. So I was there for a week. They couldn't, they couldn't release me until I was stable. So they got me stable. And then my mom was like, you're coming home. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Coming <laughs> yeah home. Yo, okay. Yep. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um, And so, so she like did her magic and like, booked flights rearranged flights and uh and brought me home so instead of me coming home like that person on the med- in the mountain I came home in a wheelchair and my you know my sister was there was a beautiful nurse and like they 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 hooked me up and I was an outpatient at the hospital for a month. Um, and they, they don't ever exactly know what happened. I, I had some sort of abscess on my kidneys, but they, they just, it went away with like these hardcore medications. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I plummeted. This was the part where I had found myself and now I'm here. I'm not how I want to. I am in a bad mood. I am like, I'm not very pleasant to be around. I am what was me. I really felt my crash I'm like how do I get there and again my mother (laughs) I love her dearly she um she's she was a great connector and she you know I ended up she's like well you said you wanted to do this beforehand so let's find the places so I got into like an official like yoga teacher training. And I did a life coaching certificate certificate. And she found me a job with, uh, as a chiropractic assistant, um, with this amazing, uh, couple who, who runs, uh, something it's in Nova Scotia. And, and, and then I started to, to find myself Mm -hmm. again. And, and this was the part, um, my teacher, one of my teachers, um, in in yoga meditation, he says, it's really easy to be, anybody can be the monk on the mountain. Like anybody can, can find that enlightenment, but it's the monk in the city that really um, finds that enlightenment. And that was my, my whole journey. And I could cry right now because I went like, you know, everything was on top of the world. And then I just felt like everything. I was like, what did all, like, what did all that mean? But it was just to show me, it was to connect me to that higher part of myself. So that as I, as I came down and, and I could, you know, work myself up and, you know, that's when I really changed stuff. Like I really, like I, you know, I I had an overhaul of my whole lifestyle because I had been really sick. So physically I I changed, mentally I changed. I was surrounded by people that were so inspiring that I'd found a tribe that just, you know, I I just fit in. Mm. Um, and, and throughout that whole thing, like, I was like, "Wow, this is it! Like, i I've, I've, I finally found something." And and so I've been growing since then. And it's been these moments, of of ways. And I, you know, and then I'll <laughs> I can keep going. Sorry, just one more. <laughs> and then there was this this one part again. So I'd been—I mean, all that happened over like a, a very fast, like a nine-month period of time. Like, wow. so I—I—I I, I came home, and then like I found all of this, and I, I like rehabilitated. I, I found all this stuff. I and I—I I found a really comfortable, beautiful life for the first time. I was like, I was living in Nova Scotia. I'm like, I could be here. I'm like, I—I I found a spot. Ah. But <laughs> whenever you find that spot and you're comfortable, what do you got to do? Into the unknown. Yeah. And I had a crazy energetic experience that told me I needed to move to Montreal oh. yeah
0: yeah I am I'm like who that all the parts of your story are like holy shit but I'm really kind of like wowed by and the the nine month time frame and I'm you know my brain went oh well that makes sense because you did the heavy lifting right like that you know, the moment on the mountain, whatever you want to call yep. it. But it's when you do that work, which often a lot of the work is happening when you don't know what's happening, because it's, it's you just showing up and things are happening. Mm-hmm. And then your awareness grows and grows and grows. And then you go, Oh my God, like, this is so great. Everybody needs to know about this. I can't wait to make this my life. Oh my God, this is so fucking great. But really that was, that was, um it didn't just happen, right? It was, it was the process. So what I love is that for it, you know, sure you fell, it felt pretty fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but the road back up was only nine months. Like that's what I think and go, that's really, for me, it's such a powerful piece that it's going to happen. Life is going to happen stuff out of your control, unknown, craziness, whatever. And then you deal with it because you've been amassing skills to be able to deal with shit. Yeah. And, but you did so in a way that even though you felt low, you were, you were aligned, right? Yes. So then what you had said, you know, people showed up into your life and all of a sudden there's this community of beautifully energetic humans and beings. And well, of course they were because mm-hmm. you had been, you, you had been present. Um, yeah. So I love that. So, yeah. so there you are. Um, well, you're in Montreal now. So I'm gonna guess that you made the move. Um- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I made the move. It was like a slap in the face. Like you have to move. So I was like, okay. So I jumped ship, and then it was a another climb, <laughs> huge climb, even more climbing um, in a different way. Uh, well, not not actually a different way. It's actually the exact same way, right. exact same things. But um, yeah, to get me here.
0: Would you say that um, in second, third, maybe there's four, five, six climbs? But would you say that when you this most recent one of you being in Montreal and experiencing these shifts, would you say there was more confidence in it, like more like, okay, yeah, this sucks, and that, and I, okay, like I, standing in front of it with more like, I've been here before. Did yeah. that? Did that play a role?
1: In- yes, it does. it did play a role. It it actually played a big role because I've been there before. You know, I know, like, I I feel like even the travels, made me adaptable to be like, okay, what's the situation? Where do we need to go? Um, This is what needs to happen. Um, I knew I needed to gain a bunch of skills. Um, And, and so, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of that, that happened. And then the difference that the, the, the main part was worth, that came into it. Cause I was like, okay, I know I need to do this. I know I'm here. Oh, who am I to say that I'm here? Who am I to do this? So that's like where the faltering is, but I knew that I needed to still move forward. I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't going to be like when I came back from travels and I was like all depressed and like, what's going to happen? I'm like, okay, I'll take a breath and I'm going to go again. And I'm going to get frustrated because I know I'm meant to be on the other side. (laughs) Why can't I get to the other side faster? Well, (laughs) you can't, you can only get to the other side when you need to get to the other side and you have to go through it. You you have to go through these different things. And those people, again, those people are going to show up. Those healings are going to come. Mm. And, and it's been amazing because that's now what I do to help people too, is, is I'm, you know, I'm going to show up. And this is, I'm gonna help you find those subconscious aspects that are holding you back and making you wonder why. Oh, what do I like? Why don't I? Why aren't I there? You know?
0: So tell me about how that transpired, at, which is more recently in yeah. your foray into this very enlightened state as a generational healer. So, what transpired that got you to make this sort of deepening of self?
1: Oh, I. Um... So I, I've always like, you know, we're all intuitive beings. We all have that. Okay. You know that, like, it doesn't matter if you're me or you, like you have that inside of you. Um, I have been very good at, you know, having one foot in, in that intuitive world and one foot here in the real world. And I really was stamping down on my foot in the real world and um, trying to keep that solid. You know, I knew I could go there, but I was like, no, I want to be here. And then one day I came to a party and opened up with somebody, um, who was doing generational healing. And, and I had this, this experience, this like energetic experience. And I was like, Ooh, there's something in there. There's something I need to unlock here. And so I actually worked with, with this particular person and, through like talking and, and some healing work, I was able to discover different parts of myself that had shut that down. So I kind of, it's like the valve, you know, like we want to, again, we're not ready to go into the unknown. <laughs> and I had a lot of, you know, judgments on what that meant, if I'm to to go into this place, a lot of, of you know, a lot of fear. Because um, although I knew about my soul. You know, I had that moment on the mountain, like feeling, I feel connected. It's yep. always a journey to find it. And so I, I unlocked that. Um, when I was a kid, I had an experience, um, a few experiences. I had dreams and I'd noticed that they came true later. Um, not in the like rainbows and unicorns dreams, but <laughs> one dream in particular was there was a, a kid. I, I don't know. It was maybe like 10, eight, 10. I'm not sure how old I was. And my neighbor, who was about the same age, or seven, maybe six or seven, at the time, um, there were like my dream was there was paramedics and they were working on somebody. I don't know who, um, but it was it was down the street from me. And then then one of like I'm not gonna say the next day, but a little while later, I saw that exact scene, exact how it was, and it was they were working on my neighbor, about, like six or seven year old, and and he died, and I thought I made that come true. Um, that's huge. yeah, it was huge. I, I thought I did that. I was like, Oh, um, so I didn't focalize that to anybody. I, I couldn't even necessarily comprehend like doing the work, like allowing myself to, to see like, why don't I want to be, you know, just getting curious again, it's all about getting curious. Like, why am I like resisting kind of going into this other world? And it was that. So, you know, I, I found forgiveness. I realized that, no, that's not, I didn't make that happen, but I, you know, I, it, that's like intuition, like that's these different things. And that's a fear that a lot of women have is because I don't know everybody's stories, but I, I went to discover my my main moment, you know? And, yeah. and again, that was amplified again when I was 19 because my dad died. And I remember as a kid being like, having the, oh, okay, if I had to choose between my mom and my dad, like, I guess my dad would die first. But that was me knowing as a soul, like, again, I thought, oh my God, did I, did I do that? Cause we're taught all the time. Oh, like the power of your mind, you know, like, you know, think it and it comes true. And you're like, oh shit, like, am I really that pow- powerful? Like, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily, like, I, th- I think that's an incomplete information, right? right? But all of those scared me from going into that. Cause I was like, I don't want to have that kind of power, mm-hmm. but you get all, muddled up. Cause it's not like, it's not like you're like taking, you're not that evil person taking over the world, trying to get the power, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I can
0: appreciate that underlying, like that's a fear that what yeah. if I can't handle this? What if I end up doing things? I mean, I've done things in the past that I wasn't proud of. Yeah. And so I'm, it's possible it could happen again. I mean, I could see that. And and just thinking about that experience you had as a as a young person, um, and that truth that then you lived into, that you did that, that 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 you were somehow responsible. Um, I think it's other than the specifics of your story, it, it is just so prevalent in the world right now that we carry with us these truths, um, yeah. the meanings that we have made based on experiences. Like um, I'm. I make mommy mad. I am the one who does this. And because I just exist, this is a problem. You know, yeah. we make these, these it, they are inferences because they're clearly not based in, in factual truth but we have to make connections based on what we do know as young people, which is very little because our knowledge base is pretty small. Yeah. Um, and, and that obviously can stay, it stays with us until we get the courage to look at it and get yeah. curious about it and go oh wait what, what? no really
1: i don't think yes. so right yes exactly <laughs> so that that's the shift is you exactly what you said you like get brave and you get curious to look at it and then you you realize it's you know it's it's not all that like
0: you know and, it's- and then you add in the and then you forgive your younger self for just doing the best you could with what you had and then yep. you're you forgive your nineteen year old self and your twenty two year old self yep. and your thirty year old self, and how old am I now, yesterday's self, right? Yes. Like and get into this practice of being able to look back and go, "I'm great." And I was great then. I just this is what I had, and this is what I did. Yes. Um, I, I just think that you know now you're like that embodiment of that, of that growth and and now you have these tools and 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 um, intuitive capacity to help people to do the same so tell me tell me more about about that about your your shift right into the work and and now how you
1: use these gifts um with others um yeah the 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 shift into into the work was um so after i sort of embraced you know that okay this i'm going to go into this um I'd say my my daughter, she's five, like her spirit was like one of the ones, like, you gotta do this, mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I learned tools to help ground myself and and help clear those, you know, you know, th- those those parts of you that are are naysaying and 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 doing different things. And and I I actually um I, I mean I did a particular training to learn to work with the ancestors. Um but it, it was it was like an open it was like a surrender and it and once i surrendered it felt like coming home and and i do remember the moment it's a, it's another story it was you know partway through the training um, because i i can i still came into this kicking and screaming <laughs> i really did the ancestors were really patient with me my teachers were really patient with me that my ego was like really like trying to keep me safe being like what are you doing what are people gonna think about you? Like what is all this stuff going up? Um and my teachers, um, the, the training was was where I live, but everybody of other people who had come, it uh they they had all come from other places. So they were having time to integrate and and do these things because you need to have time. Like, I mean, you you have a, a session with your with your coach, like you need to take some time to like let that integrate. And she came up to me, she's like, Jen, you can't go home. Like my daughter was was really young at this time and she, you can't, you can't go home tonight right away. Like you need to give yourself at least an hour or two mm. or she, she set it up for, so I'd go tomorrow. I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then, and so I was like, I kind of was like, all right, ancestors. I was like, if you're going to prove something to me, I was kind of like, I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <prove it. laughs> You know, I like all this, like, believe it first. I was like, yeah. this whole time I was like, I'm not believing anything first. <laughs> show
0: me the money you can't yeah. make me
1: <laughs> you can't make me show me the money yeah <laughs> and so I I went to bed that night and I had a dream about Lady Gaga <laughs> she's fabulous so she's cool fabulous. <laughs> and um it was right around the time when uh, that movie A Star Is Born came mm-hmm. out and um she said I have I have four messages for you so um Okay. And then I was like, okay, Lady Gaga. So <laughs> I was like, I'll believe you. Yeah. Um, You're so famous. So <laughs> it, it, it that's seems it. cool. <laughs> All right, I, I believe you. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll I'll head over and I'll 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 go see that movie today. And that'll be my like that'll be my thing that I do. And <laughs> I sat down and I watched the movie, and there was I I don't remember what the messages were right now, but there was four distinct moments where the ancestors like this, this, and this. And I was like, whoa like I just started to connect and I, I left and I said, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to just follow you. I'm going to move into the unknown, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to get to that Otter Holland. <laughs> and, and I just, I, they were like, get soup. So I like got soup. And that's not the exciting part, but you know, and I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I need to go somewhere where I can meditate. I need to go where I can sit. And I was like, uh, the library. And so I went to a, the, the the big library here in Montreal. And I was like, but where am I going to go? It's like full of people. I felt like I really needed to be private. And I noticed I go to live. I went to the library often, but there was a space, um, that I hadn't noticed. It was like, this whole other world opened up and I was like, went into it and they stopped me and they're like, this is like, you need to, this is a very, like, it was like a very sacred space. Like I couldn't bring my books in. I had to actually go through, I had, they had lockers that you gave it to and you could only have everything and everybody's very quiet. And I was like, ooh, I was like, what's in here? <laughs> and I was like, okay, ancestors, where do I go? And so I walked up the stairs and I looked and they're like, I'm like, okay, there. And I was like upstairs and to the right or whatever. And I stopped and I was like, okay so what section am I in and I was in the ancestral section and it was just books and books of 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 names of ancestors of of the people that had come before and I just said I said okay and I just started bawling I said okay I'm here I'm here I know I'm meant to be here this is it and I just I sat down on the library floor and I meditated and I cried and I just communed with the ancestors in a way that I'd never done. And I was like, all right, I'm listening. I'm gonna stop fighting this. Like of all the places in all the city, I never planned any of this, I just listened. And to take me to this very specific, very sacred, very like, it just it just hit me with a, like it just hit me so completely that um, I was like, okay, what else do I need to get rid of to, to, to really hone into this, to really step into my power? Um, to really, to really own this part of myself, and and when I did, everything's opened up. Like, like I, I just, I've never felt more at home in who I am, and and how I show up for myself and for everyone else. Like, I, I feel like now I'm, I'm resonating at a level where, you know, I, I mean, it's not perfect. Like, I know I've got all sorts of other mountains to climb, and and and, and, and all of this, but. I, I can see, I can see clearly, I can feel clearly, you know, and, and now I, 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 it's like, I, I see those, like just how the ancestors and other people had seen in me that, that part. And it's so easy to see in other people. You're like, if that just, you know, if that's the, if that's the mind, sh- if that's the thing, or if that's the healing, or, or if that's the blockage, like all these blockages that are blocking your soul. Um, then let's 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 rem- let's move them. And so that that's where I'm going is just to keep supporting that because I, you know, I stopped and I listened. And so I I just I suggest if anybody can just stop and listen to to, you know, what are they what are you fighting right now? Do you need to be fighting it? Is that are really they- what you need?
0: <laughs> Chances are no. Um I really just wanted to highlight because you've said it a couple of times and it really resonates with me. It's definitely at the core of me and my work too is, um, is being curious. And in combination with that, which you exemplified in your story is um, and show yourself compassion and um, allow yourself to, to go through what you need to go through. Um, and be curious about what's happening in the moment, right? I always call, I always say it's very meta, right? So think about your thinking, Mm -hmm. right? And get curious about what you're curious about. Like, it's interesting that I'm asking these questions, right? Like you can, it's a bit of a rabbit hole, but it's a very um, powerful tool that you can do any moment of, of the day by yourself, um, works really well with coach not gonna lie um, oh,
1: yeah, I, I would not I would not be here without coaches I, I would not be here without somebody who could support me I, I I could maybe get here but you know without people like you Dion like like they're, they're they're not gonna you know you have to do the work but you don't have to do it alone I mean it's exactly. we say that all the time like it's you have to do the work, but it, you can make it a whole hell of a lot easier and lighter and funner <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and supportive. Um, and, and, you know, when you take those two steps forward, you don't have to take 10 back, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I look at it as we are a sort of an entity,
0: this human race, um, mm-hmm. or really energy beings as a whole. And we get to be go through these things together. So you know, it, it isn't, everybody has to go through their own things, but again, it's, it's not for me, it comes back to this idea of, of independence. So mm-hmm. I've talked about this a few times in a few different areas, but this idea of your, your growth and what learning looks like and where sort of the end point is. And we've been conditioned, especially as women to believe that we are need to be strong, independent women. So yeah. when you hear that you hear, do all the things and do them on your, by yourself because that's what it means to be independent. It means that you can do it you can do it well and you didn't fucking need anybody. And it's a, it's, it, it exudes a little bit of that, um, that more masculine energy of like power, power, step on things and climb, climb, climb. When, when truly that is part of the journey, you need to feel like you are capable and you can look at yourself and go, yes, I can do these things. It, but there's a, a huge up level from there, which is that we are doing this together and so my growth and expansion, which is unique to me and I get to own it is in, it's, it's like woven with the expansion and growth of others. Yes. And, and like, so when you tap into people who may have been there before, or who just see things differently, or who can help you be more curious by just throwing in like one word, uh, it, it's that level of help. Yes. Everybody hear that help you're loud. <laughs> get allowed to ask for help <laughs> yes you're allowed to ask for it you're allowed to receive it you're allowed to say out loud that you got it and you're allowed to then take everything you learn from the experience take ownership of it like just because someone helped you you still get to be like I fucking did that right and and it's this interdependence right so I just don't hear that word enough outside of our circles, right? It's not that word, right? Like we are woven together and, and, and we rise up, you know, pick a meme, pick a hashtag. I don't care, but it's, there's truth in that. And, and that is what, I mean, you are a light and you are a guide and you are supporting others by, uh, you know, this, this sort of woven matrix of freaking fantasticness. Oh, I get so jazzed. Um, (laughs) So so, Jen, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what is it that someone could expect or walk into? What is something that they could, you know, if they're starting on that curious path, how do they um, find their way to you and and be able to tap into this this energy, this light? They go to my website. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty standard stuff. There will be a link in the show notes. No, but tell me more about what that process might be like. So, yeah, you know, no, I know, I know that so many people, um, they're like, curious behind closed doors like oh that sounds fascinating and just like my foot is planted hard in the real world and so I'm not going to tell anybody about this like um, what I'm doing and how I'm doing it (laughs) so tell me what it's like for someone who's going to connect and and what they will be walking into and what they um will get to experience
1: yeah well for our our first connection it's like it's like talking you know I um I am connected. So like my guides, the Kashuk records, like all these, like the ancestors, like everybody's with me and with you and we're all commuting. And so it feels like having like this conversation, like this podcast that we're doing and you're sharing with me, you know, what's going on, you know, what's, what's, what's going on and um, you know, what, what's happening. And from there, then I get the messages. So we become real best friends real quick, really quickly. Uh, Because there's there's things that that uh, there's there's intimate those intimate com- curiosities that you are thinking of, or those parts of yourself that maybe you're feeling shame, or you're stuck, or you're like I don't know, but you don't feel brave enough to share with anybody. Mm. I make that easeful because you're not going to necessarily have to share it. I'm probably going to ask you a question um, that's going to bring it out. And, um, and from there, then, then it all, it all starts to get onto the table too, because with like generational healing, what, 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 comes through is I commune with your ancestors and I ask an ancestor that needs the most healing right now to step forward and they share their story. So there's a form of mediumship and a form of like energy healing. I'm moving my hands. Um, and these stories bring out themes, that you're dealing with. They're, they're stories that resonate with you. That so a lot of the, like, sometimes the, the people are like, oh my gosh, like I thought that was me or like this happened or like, oh my gosh, this is the family and it connects. And so all of a sudden, all of these parts of yourself that felt really scary, that felt like too shy or intimidated to share with somebody or that you needed to get through, like, like you're not having to do that hard work of like, okay, I'm about to tell you all my deepest and darkest secrets. Cause I'm gonna be like, okay, well, here are all the secrets. Yeah there they are. Cool. Now now they're gone. Like, you know, like now, like, like, let's, let's like, you know, move them, move them forward. So it's fascinating to see. I I love that, that aspect of, of storytelling and and questions that, that that come through this type of work, because it, it's like, like you said, we'll bring it back to, to Elsa and, and Anna and Frozen and how we, you know, we watch these movies and we see a part of ourselves, a part of our journey that resonates And that's the type of work I do. It's, you're going to see the story of your ancestors, the people that came before you, or the story of your soul um, that, that needs to to go through and the guidance that you need to help confirm everything that goes through. And because, you know, we're doing it a way that it's not, it's actually more intimate to you than ever, but it feels a bit more removed than, Mm -hmm. you know, going in and like confessing your sins (laughs) to somebody. (laughs) Right. That, that, that part of the healing just opens you up and things get moving and the energy gets flowing and it's 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 stunning that like there are some big stories of people having huge huge changes in their life because of it
0: uh, i I am I, I bet there is wow yeah um yes please so <laughs> I am so grateful for you and I am so grateful for every millisecond of this conversation, I am just feeling so lit up and so connected to you. So thank you so much from the dancing through to this very second and beyond. um, I will carry this with me for the rest of the day. Uh, Jen, what is, what is something that you would like uh, the listeners to walk away with today?
1: Uh, I'm going to bring it back to the podcast. And I, I just, I want you to know you're awesome. You know, like, like I, I just, whatever you are going through right now, wherever you are on that journey, whether you are feeling like on top of the world and in your awesome, you're partway through, or you're like looking at that mountain and being like, Oh gosh, you've, you've got this, like, take that, you know, best next right step. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and it's, it's going to be great. And you're not alone. You're not alone. You like, like get the support allow the people to to be there for you because they're all around you like the ancestors are all around you like everybody is already there and it's not in the, like a creepy stalker way <laughs> i always mean, have to remind people i are not creepily stalking you and the, <laughs> they're just like so when i'm in the shower um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no, no. They're, they're just like they there's just so much love everybody wants you to succeed mm-hmm. I really want you to succeed
0: that is such a beautiful truth and so if that's something that when you just heard it it made you go yeah but then ask yourself what's the truth you would choose what is the belief that lifts you up that moves you forward that propels you to that higher state Mm -hmm. um and then pick the one that works for you because you're a fucking grown-up you can do that now so (laughs) you are yeah oh Thank you so much, my friend. I, this has been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to all of our adventures together. I will just say that we have a big one planned, but I'll just kind of keep that like that. So um, consider yourself somewhat forewarned that there's some more Gen Wendy um, in my life that I'm excited to share. So. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, And if you would like to uh, continue this conversation and really be a part of the Hot Mess to Awesomeness community, I would love for you to join us over on in Facebook. So we're at the Busy Women Being Awesome Club. It is definitely the fun place to be. So feel free to pop over there and say hello. So thank you everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.